I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. But Yeah, I've got some, some preseason games under my belt in Lambeau, but that's about it. So um, I'm definitely excited to be out there. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Let's get back to the games for Sunday, and we will start with the Saints at the Packers. The Packers are at home. It's Jordan Love's first start at Lambeau Field. Packers are one-and-a-half-point favorites against New Orleans. This line has come down just a little bit. Total is 42-and-a-half. And, Joe, you have circled this game more than a few times where the circles are not like on top of each other. They've kind of, you know, circled around and, it, you know, it, it, it's clearly getting everyone's attention. Yes, it's bleeding through the paper right now. So yes. I, I view this as a matchup where Jordan Love, you are stepping up in class with the opposing defense. In week one, it was the Bears on the road. Give him credit, he wins that game. Last week, it was the Falcons coming back. I know statistically the Falcons are very high, and I'm sure Ian McMillan is having a party with his cat about that one. But I still am taking a wait-and-see approach about the Falcons' defense. Much improved in the secondary. Let's see how it plays out. I don't know that they're going to be top three, top five like they are right now at the moment, even though they're in a very soft division. Um, So now Jordan Love is facing... The Saints. I think we're going to learn a little bit something. It's been tough so far to get a good gauge on what exactly he is. He's uh, he's very high with with the bad ball rate, um, like some of the quarterback rating stuff, which is flawed QBR. Like he ranks very high as well. Like he's viewed as top four, top five. Uh, completion percentage below expectation, second worst in the NFL. So I find it pretty fascinating that his numbers, some would suggest, hey, he's been really, really good. And others would suggest, I don't know. It's been a questionable start. What we do know is good results overall uh, with the one and one start, three touchdowns, no interceptions. He has not been under any pressure yet. And he's going to see some of that in this game against the Saints. And offensively for the Saints, it's one more game without Kamara. Jamal Williams, it doesn't look like he's going to be back. So Kendra Miller is going to be the guy. I haven't seen any props posted yet. Uh, I would keep an eye on those, probably released later today over the weekend. Um, the offensive line for the Saints is not as strong as we remember in the past. Like Carr's been getting sacked a ton. But I do like that he's pushing it down the field. He's fifth in yards per attempt so far this season. They have a strong defense. Just overall, I trust the Saints more, and they're better than what we saw on Monday night. So I agree with this number coming down a little bit. I like the underdog. 
Uh, it's been Saints plus two. I see one and a halfs popping right now. I think they're going to win the game. I like New Orleans. So I said that I liked Packers, so I'm not going to back off of it. But this one is tough for me to figure out just because I don't know exactly what we have in Jordan Love yet. Um, Aaron Jones practiced yesterday, so I think it seems like he's coming back. Christian Watson did not. Not sure about him. Hopefully they do. I just like the whole narrative of Jordan Love, the new era, no more Aaron Rodgers, and it's their first it's their home opener at Lambeau. So I think there is a little something to that. Um, of course, the Saints defense, as Joe mentioned, is really, really good. So I think this is going to be tough. I don't feel great about taking the Packers. Uh, I guess I'll take the minus one and a half over the two <laughs> that it was yesterday. Um, but I'll just stick with the Packers on the side, minus one and a half. I don't love it, though. The Christian Watson uh, DNP on Thursday is probably the reason why this is coming back down, Joe, I assume. Yeah. Just because Lafleur, to have... Lafleur said it was yeah, planned. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. He said it was planned. We'll see. We'll find out today, right? Yeah, exactly right. That's going to be the thing. And so this may be something where if you're going to bet on this game and, and something makes sense for it to fall back down to one and a half, maybe you need to go ahead and do that now because it might come back up if Christian Watson is available and we know he's going to play some sort of report like that, then it might go back to two, heck, maybe two and a half, though it shouldn't move that much for a wide receiver. But you figure with someone that young in Jordan Love, maybe having that wide receiver one who was absolutely dynamite last year, maybe there's something to that. But Joe, you hit the nail on the head as far as uh, stepping up up in class this Saints defense has been outstanding against the pass both in terms of generating pressure a la Cam Jordan but also on the back end with Marshawn Lattimore the coverage has been good coverage sacks have been more than available for the Saints to accrue and so to me the question is okay what can Jordan Love do in those third down situations because when the Saints are in nickel Goodness gracious, they're outstanding against the pass. And so you kind of need to force them into, say, dime situations, obvious passing times, when the Saints are probably not as good. How can Jordan Love do in those situations? Maybe there are additional wrinkles in a game like this. Maybe there aren't. But to me, this Saints defense has been absolutely dynamite, and there's no reason to believe that they're going to fall off a cliff anytime soon, no matter which offensive mind they are going up against. And I have the utmost respect for Matt LaFleur. But this is really, really challenging, Joe. And so to me, I bet this game as a Saints teaser leg. Move it to seven and a half or eight if that happens. But I think as a teaser leg, that's the play that I like. I'd sign off on that one too. I think it's one of the more obvious teaser legs out there. It's a lower total through the three, through the seven. We know the rules. And I don't think there are a ton of teaser options. If you're going to follow those strict rules, only a couple stand out, and this is certainly one of them. On Derek Carr, where are you guys at with him? Because I think he's a bit inconsistent. If he's good, I think the sky is the limit for this Saints team. But if he's not, and so far he hasn't had to be, you know, really good because the, the Saints defense has been phenomenal. So for me, it's tough because you just don't know which version of Carr you're going to get. He's a feaster famine quarterback, and he's just going to be that way. I mean, his average depth of target is a good bit longer than it was last year, and I think overall for the Saints, that's a really good thing. It's a really good thing for Chris Olave as well. So if you like mm -hmm. his numbers uh, fantasy-wise, prop-wise, I think that's great. But Derek Carr is just going to be a feaster famine quarterback. What say you, Joe? Yeah, I want to see him with Kamara. I think that's going to be 
a yes. different. So, and, and once you have Thomas and Olave, and there's still Shahid, they've got some weapons. If they if those weapons can stay healthy, that's something that I think I underrated about the Saints. And then before all the Falcons love came in, like that's exactly why the Saints were a heavy favorite to win this division. Exactly right. And despite all of the excitement that we have with the Falcons, the Saints are still leading the way in the NFC South, and there's a good reason for that. Hey, speaking of the Falcons, they are on the road at the Detroit Lions. Joe, you talk about stepping up in class. That's exactly what the Falcons are going to be doing here this Sunday. (laughs) Lions are three-point favorites, and it is juiced in Detroit's direction. The total is 46. Some really intriguing matchups here. Joe, where do you want to start? Yeah, I just I have a lot of questions about the Falcons and their defense. How good are they? Well, we're going to find out. This is one of the more explosive offenses in the NFL, whether you want to believe it or not. And you get Goff at home where he excels. Goff, of course, at home and indoors where he excels. So I think that's fascinating. It's the ultimate small sample size. But if you question Ritter, well, we're going to learn something, aren't we? It's a softer matchup, but you're on the road. He's great at home. Let's see what he can do on the road. He's only started two games in the NFL on the road. He has not thrown a touchdown pass yet. So let's and his numbers are way down. So let's see what he can do in a matchup where he should succeed. Uh, it, it's a, you know, I, I I'm staying off this game. The look ahead was six and it came down to three. I'm torn. I expect it to be a one possession game. E- even the total two. I'm kind of hemming and hawing on what this Falcons defense is. We know the Lions defense is very soft, but how are they going to attack the Lions? I'm not sure. I have more questions than answers on this game, so it's not one that I'm targeting, guys. But it was some positive uh, news yesterday with the Lions to see Amon Ross St. Brown going from not practicing to limited. I'm torn on this one, too. I'm just not completely sold on Desmond Ritter. I think that he does show promise. But I think he's going to get outplayed by Jared Goff and this Lions offense. I tend to think the Lions can cover the minus three. But I don't think I'm going to be betting this one. I just, I need to see more out of the Falcons to know who they really are before I feel confident backing them, Ed. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a hold-your-nose bet for me because there's one angle I really do like, Aaron, and that is the under 46. I'm not expecting a lot of offense in a game like this, even though this Lions secondary is a little bit banged up. When you look at the Lions' success rate on outside runs, it's at 62.5%. Yes, it is small sample size theater, but that's actually really good. I think that this Lions defense is much improved than it was last year when it was an an abject failure looking like a high school team out there. They have stepped it up significantly, and I do think we need to give them a lot of credit as far as that goes. And yes, Mm -hmm. this is a really tough test with Algier and Robinson. That's fine. But I do think at least the Lions come a little bit prepared, and we do have two two games of film where the Lions can be better prepared, and they're really well coached. So I think as far as that goes, that's fine. Is Desmond Ritter going to do anything? No, he's not. We are still (laughs) waiting for him to have his breakout game. So offensively, I think the Falcons can be contained. And because they're going to be running a lot, this is just going to be a lower scoring game. I like Jesse Bates, the safety for the Falcons. I do think that secondary for the Falcons is actually quite good. And with Amon Ross St. Brown not being 100%, Joe, I think this Lions offense will be stymied a little bit. And so to me, we're going to have fewer possessions, fewer drives. I think under 46 is the play that I really, really like here, Joe. And, and yeah, if they're going to lean on Bijan, that's what we can discuss here for sure. I think that's pretty strong mm-hmm. as well. Uh, we talked a lot about just increasing his usage from week to week. And what did we see from week one to week two? As far as snap percentage, it went from 63 up to 72% last week. The rushing yards prop is still very manageable. It's 65 and a half. And anytime touchdown for Bijan mm-hmm. is right around even money. So it does feel like if we're buying into this idea of more Bijan, okay, it's going to go his way away from Algier a little bit, and they're going to run the ball. They don't want to rely on Ritter on the road. If we're going to buy into that, I still think those, those are bettable numbers at 65 and a half. Maybe uh, later in the year we'll be like, that was a discount back then. <laughs> I still mark down Algier for an anytime touchdown. I think I, you know, I agree. I could see Bijan getting more of the load and, you know, being more of the goal line guy as time goes on. But I still think Algier could be used in that situation this week. Let's move on now to the Panthers and the Seahawks. Seahawks are at home. They are six-point favorites. It looks like Bryce Young with an ankle injury is unlikely to play. That means Andy Dalton is stepping in. And, Joe, you are offering a paradigm shift when it comes to (laughs) looking at a backup quarterback in a game like this. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I feel better about Andy Dalton going on the road and getting all of these points than I do Bryce Young. And it's a big ask in one of his first NFL starts from Bryce Young to go to this place in particular. I know it's not the best defense, but I think there are some things lining up. I'm more willing to bet on Carolina with Andy Dalton. That's one. And if we're looking at Seattle right now, holy Moses, are they beat up. And I think a lot of people are willing to look past that because they won on the road 
at Detroit last week, but they are dealing with a ton of injuries. We'll find out if it's a cluster injury situation, but on the offensive side, again, DK Metcalf did not practice. Their left tackle, Charles Cross, did not practice. Tight end, Will Disley, did not practice on Thursday. On defense, Tariq Woolen did not practice. A fantastic second-year corner. Uh, Mafe, the linebacker, not practicing. In guys that are limited, it is a laundry list of players. So you have, I, I think Andy Dalton can do just enough to keep it within the number at six. I saw some six and a halfs pop yesterday. I'm fine betting Carolina in this spot. Hmm. I still might back the Seahawks here. The problem that I'm having with this is how bad they looked week one, but I did Mm -hmm. think their win in overtime in Detroit was impressive. So if we're going to see more of that Seahawks team, I'm confident that they can overcome some of the adversity that they're facing on the defensive side of the ball, as well as injuries. I agree with you about Andy Dalton. I think in this situation, going to Seattle, playing in that building is difficult to ask for a rookie quarterback in Bryce Young. Let's face it, out of the rookies, he's looked bad so far. So I haven't been impressed from what I've seen from Bryce Young. Long term, I don't know if Andy Dalton's the solution, but uh, (laughs) I'm going to stick with the Seahawks. Seahawks minus six. Arms have been thrown up in the air. That's how I know. <laughs> That's, that is the telltale sign. Joe, when you talked about Andy Dalton uh, on the show yesterday, I'm like, is that really true? Because, I mean, you know, Young did win the, the role in camp, and he did start week one. So can that really be true? Can there really be a step up if you go to a backup quarterback? Joe knows. Joe knows. Absolutely <laughs> right. I looked at the numbers. Andy Dalton, plus 1.1% CPOE last year. That ranks 12th among qualifying quarterbacks. His 82.1 offensive grade from PFF was 7th last year. Wow. He played well in New Orleans, and while the infrastructure might be a little bit worse in Carolina, they will be just fine. I am backing Panthers plus 6. And Andy Dalton over 213 and a half passing yards. I think we will have a solid solid outing this is betql daily presented by betmgm coming up next colts ravens titans browns and so much more right here on the betql network